What was your first thought when you saw Lou Williams admitted to and is being questioned by the NBA for leaving the bubble and going to a strip club? First thought was not much social distancing going on in a in a strip club. Of course not. I think we can uh, well, all agree on. Of course. Uh, my first thought was why. Like, out of all times, like, you could have been doing this before. Like, why now? You're going to go to, like... I'm going to go to Atlanta. He's like, I'm in Orlando, Florida. Let me just make a hop, skip, and a jump over to Atlanta and go to Magic City, where they had, they have on the menu chicken wings named after Lou Williams, called the Lou Will, like, lemon, pepper, and barbecue, which sound insanely good. Like, I want to try those right now. Yeah, I just, just why? The timing doesn't make any sense. You're about to play basketball again. You want the season to go on. Why would you go now? That's the only thing I don't understand. Because sometimes you can let those singles fly. I don't know why he picked right now, but I guess I guess you can let those singles fly by yourself. Have that itch. You buy that by yourself in your hotel room. You don't need to do that right now. This is not the time. Apparently, also I don't. I think is a. his grandfather passed away, and mm-hmm. so I think he returned because he's from Atlanta. So he yeah. must have returned home. Rest in peace to his grandfather for sure. That his make- funeral, and then decided, hey, why don't I stop by Magic City and uh, see what's good over here? You know that kind of thing. Well, leaving for like saying yo in COVID nineteen yeah. season, by the way, you know saying I'm, hey, I'm heading out <laughs> for my my grandfather's passing. Oh, that makes so much sense, and that's fine. Go home, take care of whatever, and then come back. Let me see what's good with Bambi. But, That's what he wanted to do. But going to the strip club is completely unnecessary. That's not needed. That's not needed at all. <laughs> especially with, especially during the pandemic, because one person gets it during the season that ev- during the comeback, and everyone it's shut down. There's no need. Let him I let him pass to- it on to Kawhi Leonard and Paul George and see what the Clippers organization says. I can't wait to hear what the league findings was in this case, I guess you could call it, but uh, shouts to Lou Will. Can't <laughs> wait for the rest of the season. Or I should say the start of the season. It'd be called Stripgate? It might be. It might be. <laughs> it very well might be. But, uh, I mean, it's been already full of drama, as the NBA is. The Knicks even got a new coach. They got Tom Thibodeau. Yeah, it was a five-year deal, um, I believe. But yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to more because they got the snitch hotline at the NBA bubble as well. Yep. Where you can call and tattle on a player, basically. Um, Have you heard anything about their DJ sets yet? Not really. I think the first time they had some sort of DJ event, the only player who went was Dwight Howard. So it was Dwight Howard DJ music for however many minutes or hours. But hopefully not that I long. actually haven't kept up. I haven't been on Twitter as much the last couple of weeks, so. But I will be more so once the games yeah, are on course. Thursday, and the the game times for the games is a lot better. It's like three thirty, six thirty, nine p.m. It's kind of like always so, Sunday ABCs. Kind of yeah. I mean, I wish. That's the one good thing about living on the West Coast for those people. I mean, your primetime games are coming on at five thirty, yeah, and eight thirty rather than. Or seven thirty mm. rather than ten thirty at night for the West Coast games, you know. Yeah. And this is a pretty good. This is a good meet in the middle. I don't see why they wouldn't do these games more so at this time slot for like Tuesday and Thursday. You know, like a six thirty 
rather yeah. than 8 p.m. Yeah, I was going to say, if you had a 6.30, then a 9, you would get your games done at 11.30 instead of getting your games done at, like, 1. Mm-hmm. I see it for the playoffs, but, yeah, during the regular season, move them up, like, an hour. Yeah, especially in, like, February and March when you have your TNT games. I mean, they're cool to watch, obviously, but they're not vital games that you have to watch mm-hmm. or, else, or else, pretty much. Because I lose so many hours of sleep watching some of these good West Coast games, you know? So, I mean, I would, like, push it back hour and a half, hour. I'd be cool with that. Yeah. It's it's the same thing with football, too. Not that you can really move the football schedule because they are an all-day thing, but when it's football season on Sundays and Mondays, I don't – I lose sleep. And Thursday, actually. And then when it comes – goes straight into the basketball season where it's honestly every night when it comes to the end of the season because you have a – nationally televised game almost on every night it's cool as fuck having the nba in the summer i know that yeah having basketball in the summer feels correct you know what i mean yes i well it's because like right now would be the heart of like i mean the tail end rather of the aau season for some people the heart for around here the tail end of the aau season so you kind of i mean i feel like that yeah and then like just the pickup no that's what what i'm saying you're already already in basketball mode all the time like it's the summer's meant for basketball just Mm -hmm. because you can do it outside and inside and with here where you have four seasons that actually matters compared to say california where you can play basketball all year around yeah yeah it feels it just feels right to have ball in the summer i I wish it was like this every year i really do i wish hopefully the season gets pushed back to december i've said this a few times on here and just go through July, have the draft in August. That'd be a perfect season for me, I think. It would be better because you would always have either football or basketball to watch. Always. Because I think baseball fans are already watching baseball. You know what I mean? It's more of a regional sport yeah. than yeah. the NBA and NFL. Even though, of course, you're going to want to compete. But, I mean, and besides, it is what it is. And besides, there's 162 baseball games per year. No one's going to watch nine innings in 162 games. And if you do, kudos to you. But you're not going to... Yeah, not on a mass level. Yeah, not on a mass level. No one's going to take their time to watch 162 games of, especially because at this time it'll be the NBA playoffs, typically. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, no, I would definitely love it because if you can get the draft going into early August, right into preseason football and then into football season, that'd be the perfect transition every year and you wouldn't have that three-month lull of nothing. What do you think of your man's Logic album this past weekend? (sighs) My man. Um, I was genuinely surprised because as I said, he went up, he was, he went up for me from under pressure to the incredible true story, then went down and, um, he just, for me, he was before he was rapping, like rapping, rapping. And when it got to his later albums, Kind of in a Drake-ish way. He was kind of one, writing trends to me. And two, he was... He was kind of trying to convey the same message that he always was, which is fine. But he would do it in just the most elementary of ways Mm -hmm. instead of doing it in actually, like... He could... He's lyrically good. So, like, when he does that, when you interweave it with actual personable stories and other things, that's what you want in an artist. So, what what about this album are you liking? I like this album... It gets back to his under pressure sound, which if you, I don't say if you do listen to Logic, it's getting back to his roots of 
I'm just going to prove that I can rap. I can prove, like, I can put a story into it. He sounds more confident. Mm -hmm. He sounds less like he's looking for attention. Like, it doesn't, because sometimes he'll... Sounds like it's more about the music? It's about the music and about the, I can do, like, I'm good at what I do. And I'm a rapper and a musician. Sometimes he would get caught up into what the world would say. So you could see, like, oh, Logic's talking about white and black. So then he'd always mention that. Mm-hmm. Or he would see like, oh, Logic's doing this. So he would personally, he would read all of that and then kind of mention it on the songs. Like it was getting under his skin, but he was trying to make it not get under his skin. And I always found that almost cringeworthy. So and you've been like an avid follower of his career then? I've been an avid follower of his career and I've been, but my fandom for him has gone down as the years have gone on. From about 2014 to 2017, I was... A very, very big fan, and then it's just gone down since then. And this album, if this is his last album, I'm content with him leaving on this. I'm happy with it for sure. My friend Connor Vazina actually messaged me and was like, This is the best album he's had since The Incredible True Story, which I completely agree with, and it's my favorite. And The Incredible True Story is my favorite one. Okay. So definitely, if you haven't given it a listen, I would. No pressure is the title. I would suggest giving it a listen. I might give it a listen. I wouldn't normally with Logic, but he's got a few songs I like. He can definitely rap. Um, It seems like he, I don't know, some lyrical rappers I feel like are too lyrical all the time. But I mean, I guess guess if that's your style, that's your Mm -hmm. style. You know what I mean? But sometimes you're just like, "Ah, I don't want to do the lyricism thing right now. You know what I mean? No, it's fair. uh, Like. Someone say like J. Cole and Kendrick, they can go in that lyrical route, but they also can just tell a story, which is or they can they can kind of switch it up, but they don't ever lose what they are as an artist to do so. A lot of new music Friday, actually. I'm I'm going through like the new releases and all that. And I see Jason Derulo's bitch ass put out something new. I don't I don't care to listen. That's besides (laughs) what you were talking about. But I can't stand Jason Derulo. That's it. That's all. That's all. That's all the attention he's getting on this show today. That's. Jason. I just don't understand that or what his market is, but <laughs> you love Jason. Anyway, <laughs> besides that, um, yeah, maybe I'll check out how how many tracks is this? Is it a long album? Um, it's an hour long, but I think it's sixteen tracks, and really, mm-hmm. it's really fifty four minutes in the uh, it is a fifteen song. It's not bad album. It's really 14. The Obediently Yours is the last track, and it's a kind of a guy talking. It's kind of giving like the last right. final sentiments. So, tra- so it's bad. really a 14 track album. Ain't bad. 54 minutes. It's very, it's very good. I personally, I personally like it a lot. I've listened to it about three times now, and I, I very much like it. So you got a vacation coming up, right? Yes. Where are you guys going? Uh. It's you and wifey. Kendra and I. <laughs> Kendra and I are going to Franconia. In New Hampshire, Hampshire yes. Okay, cool. There's a lot of... What are y'all doing over there? Uh, there's a lot of different hiking trails and things. Like, uh, you go to the basin. There's a beautiful river there. There's Mount Washington's over by that area. There's a lot of different, like, scenic routes that you can take over there. And we're kind of going to go explore some of those and see. Just see the lay of the land. That sounds like the most 60-year-old... White happy couple vacation I've ever heard in my life. Y'all got a cabin too? Uh, no, we have an Airbnb. Oh, that's not bad. Where's that at? Uh, is it in the woods? 
No, it's in the not, mountains. It's not in the mountains. It's not in the mountains. It's y'all gonna build a campfire. It's about five minutes away. No, we don't need a campfire. It's an electric <laughs> stove. But no, it's that we're just going out there to explore, see the scenery. Nice, just, just relax, get chill. away from the eight hundred two. Yeah, just chill out for a little bit of time. So, what was the discussion with the blind date? How did how did the approach and how did the with uh with you and Kendra? Meaning exactly. Meaning like, so you're like, all right, I got this blind date. What was her response? Um, so early on, it was like, wasn't whole thrilled, but was okay with it. And then kind of just realized once we got into a relationship, it was like the more so of the point of the blind date. You know what I mean? Because like, Obviously, I mean, I've, as I said, I don't think that anything had to come by this blind date because it is just one date. But at the same time, you seem kind of hype about it. I ain't gonna lie. I'm not. I was. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I was really interested to see what type of person you were going to put in front of me. That was really my my main interest was to see. Oh, Kyle, Joe, and whoever else was on this allotted team had this in Good mind. Team had this in mind for who I was going to be, who they thought I would be a good match with. And I was curious to think, to know what you guys thought was my match. match. That was what I was, that was what I was excited about. The date going on, going on a date wasn't, it was whatever I was fine with it, but I was excited to see what you guys put in front of me. We had good picks. We had good picks. Uh, one day, Sad that it's retired, but yeah, I was just interested to see how the conversation went because mm. that's a that's kind of a funny conversation to have, don't you think? It's odd, yeah, yeah. Hey, that just an odd question. How to bring it up to? It's like, oh, hey, hey, dude. How did you bring it up? I kind of just came up and been like, hey, you guys at dinner? Uh, no, actually, it was it was via a text message, actually. And you're like, hey, blind, I got a blind date set up. Yeah, and then kind of we talked, ta- chatted about it for about 20 minutes, and then, yeah. What percentage kinda... of you wanted to go on the blind date? Like, um, on a scale of one to 100, 60, probably, probably 50, probably 60, 40, 50, 50 around mm-hmm. there. I'm telling you, it was like 95 of that 60% was to figure out what you guys would put in front of me. I was very, very man. intrigued to know what you guys were going to put in front of me. I wanted to know what you guys thought was my type, what all that. Where would I you wanted. guys have went? Uh, or w- would we have set up the location? How yeah, does this work? I was going to have you guys, well, cause I figured since I wouldn't want to set up the location, I would have just had you guys been, I've been open to blank X, Y, Z. And then you guys basically say, Hey, meet here. That person <laughs> will be there. Cool, cool. Joe did say he was open to one. If you want to move it elsewhere, these people are hopping on, wanting. We come. One person comes up with this idea, and then now all of them want to buy. I, I mean, shit. I'll I'll find a third squad. I mean, I could find Joe a blind date in about two weeks if we need to. But I'm just saying, Joe said he was more than open, and I don't see a relationship hindering his blind date in the next month so we could definitely work something through with I'll that. set the whole squad up on blind dates if I need to by the sound by the sounds like people are eager to get these blind dates no, I think that's it's the just, last thing I want in 2020 I think it's just well I don't I think it's just interesting for people that 
never been on a, I mean, obviously just to go out, meet somebody new and have not have to do any of the work for it. It's kind of, I mean, obviously, and you trust your friends. If you trust your friends group, then it's kind of even easier. You don't have to talk to them. You don't have to do anything. You just have to be there, show up and then figure it out from there. You don't even have to swipe right on Tinder. They already swiped right on you. You just have to go show up to the locale. I would never in a million. I can't say never in a million years, but that I, you wouldn't catch me on a blind. It, I would have to be hungry, which I'm always hungry. But <laughs> blind dates are my style. I've never been on one, so I was also interested to see how it would go. We were looking over- forward to that. That was months in the making, and then it was shut down in the eighth inning. If you want a baseball term. Seventh inning stretch came around, and I'm sorry. I'm bitter. While we're on the topic of dates, uh, I want to give a shout-out to Ched of the Ched and Friends podcast. Uh, he was gracious enough to have us on. It was a fun episode. Yes. I think it's based around Guy Talk. Um, I'll let y'all check it out. That'll be dropping on Wednesday, yeah, July, July 29th. 29th. So look out for that. Uh, it was a lot of fun, and I believe we'll be having Chad on at some point, if not this week, next week. Should be a lot of fun. We're looking forward to it. Yes, it was a great time talking on the podcast. Kind of, it was a different take than what we normally do. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it was definitely, it was definitely interesting. And uh, Chad's cool people. Uh, I think y'all will enjoy him. Uh, maybe he'll bring some of his content on here. Who knows? Like oh, we'll for see sure. where the direction goes with it. But he wants to talk his Lakers, <laughs> who. They're kind of fun to watch yeah. so far. I mean, obviously, I'm not a Laker fan, but they've been fun. So, uh, yeah, look out for that. Ken, have fun in your vacation. Enjoy it. Have fun. You work working. hard, so, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll have fun working. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I went to work. Basically, yeah. We've had, like, what, a four-month vacation? So, yeah, I'm glad to be back to work. Yeah, and, I felt the same way when I went back. It was finally nice to do something. Then you start working for a month, and you're like, eh, I could use another one. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah, I know. I was hyped to have this past Friday off like I thought I was going to and then ended up working. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's always good to have a day off. And that was my second week. I was like, yeah, I'm looking forward to this Friday off. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it's the Warner Brothers podcast. Follow us on Instagram at the Warner Brothers podcast. Be safe, y'all. Have a nice week.